morning. Welcome to Trust the Wizards podcast. My name is Chirizzo Garbanzo. This is one of our outside broadcasts uh, on the event of a live gig. I'm off to the Ritz in Manchester to see the wonderful Ezra Furman and the boyfriends. Uh, I was at the Ritz just a few days ago for Michael Kiwanuka, uh, which he you knew he's a very popular guy, Michael Kiwanuka, number one albums. And Ezra Furman, since we first started covering him, his, his uh, appeal is gradually building. Uh, he's getting more and more coverage. Uh, he's been on later with Jules Holland. Uh, he's been, gets loads of play on Six Music. I've heard uh, you know, um, quite a few songs from his last album, Perpetual Motion People, you know, have been played regularly on, uh, on Six Music. Restless Year, Body Was Made, Haunted Head, Ordinary Life. Uh, getting the airplay they so richly deserve. Uh, we first um, featured Ezra on uh, way back on podcast number twenty-five, uh, and then uh, last summer, summer of two thousand fifteen, we uh, did reviewed his album Perpetual Motion People at length, um, and indeed it made uh, two different tracks from that album made our best of two thousand fifteen podcasts. Um, towards the end of last year, I went to see him live in, in Liverpool at the East Village Arts Centre. I, I, I think it was probably the best gig I saw in the whole of 2015. And as regular listeners will know, hello to you both. We go to a lot of gigs, us wizards. So all in all, I've got very high expectations for tonight's gigs. Tonight's gig. Uh, there's also a little little mystery in store. I think uh, I read on Facebook yesterday. Uh, Ezra posted up the names of the support acts for this tour that he's doing um, and for tonight, for, for only one night of his tour he's being supported by hang on, I've got this bit written down uh, Delmore Hugs and his Deep Texas Fantasy apparently uh, Delmore Hugs, I've tried googling this person um, and nothing comes up literally zero results are returned uh, for Delmore Hugs and his Deep Texas Fantasy so I guess that could mean a few different things. It might mean they're so obscure, uh, they're so hip, that uh, they don't even have a web presence of any kind. They've never been mentioned at all, because that's how hip they are. Or it could be a new band playing their first gig. Or could it be some kind of stage name, some kind of pseudonym? Uh, I, I know that uh, Ezra and his band, at the End of the Road Festival a few months ago, they they played a whole set of covers uh, Clash cover Trade in Vain they played and uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen's Promised Land and Beck and LCD Sound System and Arcade Fire and Please Mr Postman and, and uh, Jackie Wilson tunes and everything now that would be good wouldn't it imagine if he's supporting himself doing that kind of thing um, anyway he's got a new EP out As I say new it's, they're not necessarily all new songs um, they're all songs that have been recorded over the last three or four years. It's kind of a catch-up. Uh, those songs have been unreleased for various reasons. The EP is called Big Fugitive Life. Uh, there are three sort of slower acoustic songs on there. And there's three faster songs. You may have heard uh, Ready Teddy. That's been getting a, a bit of radio play recently. We're going to play um, Little Piece of Trash in a minute, which is one of the faster tracks off that album, and one that I'm really hoping they will play tonight because it sounds like an absolute belter uh, to be played live. What, what a, what a rec uh, performance on this recording. It sounds like it will be amazing live. Um, but um, before that, I'm going to play the song 
with which um, the band opened their Liverpool gig last year and another song I'm really really hoping to hear um, the, it's the title track from their album Day of the Dog uh, I'm not uh, exaggerating when I say I believe this album is is one of the top five albums possibly one of the top three albums of this whole decade so far and we're more than halfway into this decade um, and indeed Pet Perpetual Motion People may well also be in that top five it's certainly very close to it but I'm really, really hoping to hear lots and lots of songs from the album Day of the Dog uh, this evening, as well as inevitably there will be um, lots of songs from Perpetual Motion People because that's more of his breakthrough album. Um, so uh, this song is, is it's just a, a fantastic song of uh, a powerful song, very uh, emotional song. And it's a song like many of Ezra's songs. Uh, it reminds it reminds me a little bit of uh, the title track from uh, Maria McKee's Life is Sweet album it's a it's a great song of hope for the underdog and hoping that pretty soon will come the day of the dog on the bombs on the street Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
somebody dropped in the street I'm a little cigarette, I'm a rapper that used to hold something sweet And I'm blowing in the wind, I'm blowing all around I wanna blow back home, but I'm a little hard, I know I'm only going down I'm going down, town, when nobody wants to know your name Or everybody's got trash in a cigarette ash The one from a burned out cigarette flame And I'll be there with the ash, and I'll be doing the crime Cause it lasts for a while, we'll be put out time That'll be just fine It's a trash, and you could kick me around But maybe someone will come, and maybe brush up the scum And put me where I belong And I borrow the trash It's me, Turitago Banzo, reporting back from the Ezra Furman gig, and wow, what a gig it is I have just seen. It's very, I'll go right back to the start of the evening, a very um, pleasant welcome to the venue as I walked in, wearing my Joe Strummer, uh, Strummerville sweatshirt, as I was, and they were playing Joe Strummer, uh, one of my favourite songs, uh, Long Shadow, from his posthumous album, uh, uh, Streetcore, and then they played... That, that was a nice uh, way to enter the venue. There wasn't many people there at that time. I got there nice and early. Um, soon started to fill up. And then uh, on came the support act. The uh, the one, the only, Delmore Hugs. Delmore Hugs and his deep Texas fantasy. Uh, Delmore Hugs, a very familiar looking figure. Um, he walked on stage. He had a hat and a, and a pair of sunglasses, which he didn't remove for the whole of his gig it was just one guy just one guy Delmore Hug and uh, he came out and he introduced himself um, said how pleased he was to be here and all that kind of stuff and he played a played a song uh, the first song he played he said this was a song called nice guys finish last as soon as he started singing as soon as he started singing everybody realized straight away that's not Delmore Hugs that is Ezra Furman up there the main man the man we've all come to see He's come out and supported himself in disguise uh, with a, a, a solo set, uh, which was fantastic. Um, the, I don't know the song Nice Guys Finish Last, but somebody near me said it was a Green Day song. It, it didn't sound like a Green Day song. I have to say it sounded a bit more like a country song, the way Delmore, I nearly said Ezra, the way Delmore played it. Delmore. Uh, and uh, Delmore was fantastic. He uh, he had a lot of humour in his uh, in his stage banter. He kept talking about how he doesn't get out much and he's not used to the big crowds. And he even uh, had a few choice words to say about Ezra Furman uh, as he went on. Um, he said at one point that all the best songwriters were from Texas, like 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 he Delmore is uh, mentioned in Towns Van Zandt and Buddy Holly. Um, going on to say that. 
stuff about Ezra Furman, you're saying, well, he doesn't see what all the fuss is about, really, and that uh, where he comes from, uh, songwriters like, like Furman are a dime a dozen. He, he even said at one point, that we've got him coming out of the faucet. Uh, but, you know, over here, uh, he causes a bit more a bit more of a hullabaloo. Uh, so, um, yeah, so he played um, a few songs I, I didn't know, uh, including early on, uh, he played one... Um, which was all about uh, the actress Chris, Kirsten, Kristen, Kirsten. I'm I'm not sure. Dunst, you know the that uh, blonde actress lady from the uh, films, the Spider-Man films, and uh, um, yeah, other stuff. Uh, and uh, I was going to say Legally Blonde, but that's not her, is it? That's Reese Witherspoon. Uh, but anyway, uh, the song was was very funny and had stuff uh, about. Uh, Kristen Dunst, why don't you go out with someone not famous for once, or something like that? That was that was good. And anyway, in in the song, Ezra proclaimed his undying love for Kristen Dunst, and jolly good it was too. Uh, uh, he also played a few songs that I did know. He played a couple off the last album, um, uh, which were great uh, being played sort of solo. He played um, in the hour of my deepest need, which was a fantastic song. Uh, and uh, what, what's the one? It's fine getting drunk at the weekend. That one. Uh, that's um, that's called "Watch You Go By." That one, which was a brilliant song as well. Uh, he also played uh, um, "Penetration," which is off the new EP. Um, and he also played um, a couple. Uh, I, I meant, meant to mention earlier about some of the other albums I've got. So as well as the, the Day of the Dog album and the one that came after that, the most recent one, Perpetual Motion People, I went, I've went. i gone sort of further back into uh, his career to find out what his previous albums are. And I haven't got all of them. Uh, well, I ha- well, I'll come on to that later on. But the one before that is called The Year of No Returning. And that is fantastic. That was the first album he did with the, ha- the Boyfriends. Um, before that, it was Ezra Furman and the Harpoons. And I've got uh, one of the albums by Ezra Furman and the Harpoons, which is called Mysterious Power, which I only got recently. Uh, but it's absolutely fantastic. It's got some brilliant, brilliant songs on it, um, including uh, a couple that they played tonight. Uh, there's a song called Too Strung Out, uh, which was... Um, it was a really fast song on the album, but was was a bit slower tonight. And... Uh, uh, basically singing them as too strong out to be cool. It's kind of a very. It's got lots of good wordplay in it. And this uh, this next song, which is the last song on Mysterious Power, and was one of the songs that he played. One of the last songs that Delmore. I nearly said Ezra again. One of the last songs that Delmore Hugs played. Um, and uh, tonight. And and this has got some brilliant wordplay in it. And some really really clever songs as well as being yet another heart on the sleeve uh, song. Uh, and this one is called Wild Feeling. A wild feeling hit me hard in the night I looked out on my green backyard in the night My little eyes suddenly start and the night began to grow I stood in that little window frame in the night I danced just barely like a flame in the night And if you ever feel the same in the night, let me know 
An inconvenient thing arose in my heart The day you went and stuck your nose in my heart And all the cold things that had froze in my heart melted down The melting ice had formed a pool in my heart And something warmed all that was cool in my heart I realized I had been a fool in my heart until now And as I wait for wisdom to arrive I try to live and feel alive I try to remember all that's died and gone But there are certain secrets no one knows A wild feeling grows and grows And loves a kite that blows and blows But hold on The things I know I can't deny in my room The angels sing to me and fly in my room I open up my little eye in my room after sun Screaming Jay Hawkins, a little bit Dr. John. But of course, how could it be anything other than a, than a little bit of Ezra Furman? Because whatever he sings, uh, and he started and ended this gig with a cover, um, whatever he sings, it always sounds like Ezra Furman. 
because of that extraordinary voice of his. This is why, as soon as he opened his mouth as Delmore Hux, this is why people knew straight away, even if they couldn't tell from looking at him, but they knew straight away from the voice. It's that, it's an extraordinary voice. It's a little bit of Tom Waits is in there. There's a little bit of Lou Reed. There's a little bit of um, your man, what's his name, Gordon, Gordon Thingy out of the um, Violent Femmes. A little bit of all of those. But there's a, there's a big bit of Gonzo from the Muppets. Uh, and that doesn't sound like it would work. Um, but it's got fragility in it. It's got power. Uh, and, it, it, you know, it's, it's a voice that kind of puts across the feeling of what is in so many of uh, Ezra's songs. Uh, anyway, so after that, uh, we, it, I mean, I said before the, before the gig, uh, at the start of this podcast, I said I really hoped you played lots of songs from um, Day of the Dog. And uh, he played nearly all the songs from Day of the Dog. Um, I just counted them up. He played 10 out of the 13, no, sorry, 9 out of the 13 songs from Day of the Dog and 10 out of the 13 songs from Perpetual, uh, um, Perpetual Motion People. Uh, as well as a few off the new EP. So, uh, you know, some big, big hitters coming up early on, some big favourites of mine. Anything Can Happen, uh, which is a, a, a belter, up-tempo rocker uh, that, that came up first. And then Haunted Head, which was one of, our, uh, one of the tracks we featured on our best of uh, last year. And then a song from, um, from uh, the last album that isn't a particular favourite of mine on the album, but live absolutely blows your head off as is a tip of the match um, with its ending of if you feel like a tip of a match then strike yourself on something and that is an, another song that kind of is I mean there's so many of the songs in the set that kind of sum up this kind of angst this kind of frustration um, that is in so many of these lyrics Next up was uh, the song of the uh, which we heard earlier on on the podcast, "Little Piece of Trash," which was fantastic. And following that, the other song we heard uh, earlier on in this podcast, "Day of the Dog," which just as in Liverpool started with just the drummer, and it's not really a drum beat; it just kind of goes. Just like that, just just uh, no, no, very very sparse drum beat uh, before it's joined with on, with on the by the piano chords. Um, should say a bit about the band as well, the boyfriends. I'm just looking on the sleeve here to see if it says what their names are. Uh, but uh, you've got a guy on the left hand side who plays the keyboard and guitar. Um, yeah, I, I, there's not much on this on this sleeve here to tell me who. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, the, the, according to the last album, uh, the band are Tim Sandusky, Jorgen Jorgensen, Ben Joseph, and Sam Dirks. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm presuming those are the same guys who were who were playing with, with tonight. But uh, you got your guy on the left um, of the stage who played um, piano, organ, uh, some great organ sounds on on some of the songs, um, and also played guitar, both rhythm and lead, and was fantastic. Uh, you've got your man on the bass guitar um, who was playing a sort of Paul McCartney style Honer bass who was also brilliant uh, you've got the guy on the saxophone another percussion who was a ball of energy and kind of is like Ezra's you know in, in similar similar to uh, Bruce Springsteen and Clarence Clements he's kind of like the main foil on stage 
you know, and, he, and he's moving around the whole time. And then your man at the back on the drums, and every single one of those guys is joining in on the backing vocals, uh, and you know, real, really powerful uh, uh, backing vocals on a lot of these songs. Um, anyway, next up they played uh, Maybe God Is a Train, uh, which is from uh, the Day of the Dog album, and is one of my favourite songs on that album. They've played they played it much slower than the recorded version, uh, which I wasn't, you know, I wasn't so quite so keen on that. Um, my zero, uh, also from the same. Well, there's a whole section of the of the uh, show here that was songs out of um, from Day of the Dog. Uh, it was about four or five in a row there, uh, and then um, he played Potholes, which is kind of like a, a doo wop number uh, off the last album. Uh, it's not again. It's not my favourite on the album, but live, absolutely brilliant. But all thanks to the to the band, the boyfriends on on backing vocals. Uh, um, who were fantastic on that one? We've got a do 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 dip dip do do do. Absolutely fantastic. Not enough do wop in modern uh, rock music, if you ask my opinion. Um, during this time, uh, Ezra was saying lots of things about. Uh, and I, I read a review, uh, a live review of a Ezra Furman gig a while ago, and it was saying that he plays this character and. And uh, I thought, well, that's all very well, but I'm not sure he's playing a character. We, he's talking to the people, to the people, and he's saying like uh, stuff about how these songs are uh, alive. They're my actual life, and the stories are honest. And he he lives in these songs, uh, and that's where he comes alive. And and I don't know. I don't think that's him playing a character. I think he's he, he really means that. Um, and he's talking about um, you know you don't have to feel as bad as I do to come to these gigs and enjoy the songs, but you know, thanks for coming anyway, and uh, lots of stuff like that, and, you know, the lyrics themselves say things like, I need some kind of shelter, uh, and, you know, the Ordinary Life, uh, which was one of the songs he played uh, later on, um, and, uh, wow, what, I mean, that is an anthem for for Disaffected, anthem for the Disconnected, um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the way the people were singing along to that song, uh, it's obviously struck a big chord with them, Again, since the last time I saw him, his audience has grown a bit, and certain songs are like really, really big numbers in the set, and and ordinary life is definitely one of those. Um, but, but what's what's funny about that is not only are the crowd sing along with every single word of the verses, but they're also singing along very, very passionately with the chorus. Chorus, but the chorus just goes shooty langdy langdang, shooty langdy langdang, shooty lang. But people are belting that out belting it out as if those words are um you know the the very essence for being for getting up in the morning um another one uh, that followed straight after that which uh, was restless year the opening track from the last album uh uh which again people were singing along in that on the highlight of that one was the the bit where everything stops and the, and the, the bass comes in uh, which you'll know if you know the song absolutely fantastic um a couple more from Day of the Dog followed after that uh, at the bottom of the ocean, which we played on our podcast before, and as the, the Bo Diddley uh, beat song, you know, and I think we said when we played that song on the podcast, there is no any song which has got the Bo Diddley beat is automatically great. Any song at all, there is no song with the Bo Diddley beat that isn't just great. Um, and that was followed by Walk On in Darkness, which is a very very fast song. After that, we um, slowed things down a bit for. Uh, one of the it's not the last I was about to say it's the last song on, on Perpetual Motion People it's not it's the second to last song um, and again it's not really one that's one of my favourites on that album 
Uh, however, tonight it was sensational and again had the crowd sing along and that is uh, Can I Sleep in Your Brain, uh, which is, again, it's a song about, you know, needing some help, needing some support. Um, and it's uh, it starts off quite slow and then it, it gets, the, the end half of it is really fast. Uh, and uh, any again, a song like that is going to be, uh, it's going to work work well live, isn't it? Um, so we'll, we'll close with that one at the end of this uh, podcast because uh, that really was a highlight. Um, another absolute anthem uh, was his body was made, um, which is, you know, that I mean that is talking to. I mean, when I saw him in Liverpool, he said before that song, he said something along the lines of, um, uh, "This song is for uh, the queers," and. He said that's not, that's not to say that if you if you don't if you're not queer that you you can't like this song or also get something from this song, but the song is written for the queers, and it and you know he's had he's had a torrid time in his life, uh, Ezra, uh, and he's had t- t- taken a bit of time to come to terms with with himself, uh, and is evidenced through his sleeve notes, evidenced through um, his own writing on his website, and evidenced through his songs. And this one is one of those. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a song that, that it's, te- it's, you know, the message being your body is yours. No, nobody can tell you what to do with it, which works as a song, you know, a pro, uh, 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 you know, pro-abortion song. And that sounds wrong, but, you know, you know what I mean. An anti-pro-lifer song. Uh, it works as a song for trans people, works for a song for for. Um, gay and bisexual people. It works for a song with uh, f- for um, you know people who 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 feel feel they're being body shamed and all that kind of stuff. So no wonder it is such a, a massive anthem, and probably was the biggest sing along of the night. Um, followed that up with some more great, 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 great songs. Uh, Lousy connection. Tell them all to go to hell, which is an absolute fantastic song from Day of the Dog. Um, and even you know Ezra was talking again in this part of the show about how all these songs come for, come from frustration, and uh, he, he then went on to list the different types of frustration. I can't remember all of them, but it was social frustration, professional frustration, financial frustration, sexual frustration. I don't think he said political frustration, but I I think that uh, that goes anyway. Um, and then that was the end of the first set. They went off for a while. They came back on. Uh, well, he came back on. Ezra came back on by himself with an acoustic guitar, uh, and was saying the songs about. He made a few comments about, uh, you know, life's outcasts, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of his songs appeal to the outcast, the underdog, uh, the misfits, uh, you might say. And um, he mentioned about you know, it's for being for homeless people. Uh, this song being for homeless people, and talked about the home, you know there are homeless people right outside this venue, which is which is true. Um, and he, he played a, a fantastic acoustic version of Cherry Lane. Uh, he forgot some of the words as he went through it, um, and he seemed to be a bit annoyed with himself for that. But he didn't need to be because it was a fantastic version. Um, there was um, it, there was calls at this point for a duet with with Delmore Hugs, but sadly that didn't uh, materialise. Um, and then uh, they finished up with um, uh, the opening song from Day of the Dog, an absolute uh, nihilist punk classic, uh, I Want to Destroy Myself. 
Uh, and then uh, a cover version, uh, another cover version to close the show. Uh, it's a song by the Misfits. I'm afraid I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one that has the chorus that goes, I ain't no... I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. You better think about it, baby. You know that one. Uh, that one, anyway. And that was total, total punk rock and a fantastic way to uh, to end the show. Overall, I've got to say, I think the, this was an even better gig than the one I saw in Liverpool last year. Um, a huge part of that was because of the support act, um, the extra songs we got, the extra Ezra we got from from uh, his uh, alter ego, Delmore. Um, hopefully we'll see him again at some point. But also there's that kind of a momentum building behind uh, Ezra Furman and his music and, and his band. Uh, as they're becoming more popular, these songs are becoming more powerful to people. It's getting more like, you know, uh, a Smith's gig. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. It's more like the, a gig where, where the, you know, the people there, these songs... To paraphrase Morrissey, these songs say something to them about their life, uh, and uh, they they feel very strongly, and and they 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 love Ezra for it, and they love these songs for that. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, uh, you, you if I've convinced you that if Ezra Furman comes to anywhere near where you're playing, you should go and see, see him live because it is fantastic, a fantastic band, fantastic music, a fantastic band leader and fantastic songs uh so we'll finish up with one of those this is can i sleep in your brain